Robert Half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. I didn't know that. I didn't either. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. Interesting. Mm. That's why you need Robert Half. Yep. I don't think that's a person. That's the company. Okay, I was confused. Yeah, their specialized recruiting professionals engage with their proprietary AI. Welcome to connect businesses (laughs) of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing, and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. See, at Robert Half, they know talent. I wish I had had Robert half back in the day oh, when I was hiring. Okay. So, no offense, Sona. Oh, it, it, I feel like you did mean to offend me. Yes, you wouldn't be here if I had had Robert Half. Okay. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Hi, my name is Tracy Ellis Ross, and I feel... Delighted about being Conan O'Brien's friend. Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Yes, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Hey there, welcome to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. I am Conan O'Brien. I do need a friend. I think we've done a lot of these. I don't think any of them have quite stuck. Mm. Initially, there's some enthusiasm and then uh, calls are placed and not returned. But I'm here with people who are contractually my friends. That's true. You are obligated to be my friends. We've made friends. Yeah, we're friends. No, we've made friends, too, with some of the guests and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're we're doing great. That's right. It's funny, too. (laughs) They're constantly texting you guys, and I'm uh, left out in the cold. Yeah, Harrison Ford and I are at Chipotle most days. (laughs) (laughs) What does he like to get at Chipotle? The bowl. The bowl. I love the the bowl and then get off my plane. And Sono, what, what, uh, who have you been hanging out with of the stars that have been on the show? Um, you text a lot. I do. I'm a big texter. Yeah, you're texting with a bunch of different celebrities. I'm trying to think of someone, um, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> you said that you're was such a such... bad liar. Ms. <laughs> uh, Mosesson, as you know, there's been a murder and you are a suspect. Can we talk to you for a second? Um, did you, were, were you, where were you when the murder happened? Ah. Uh... <laughs> 
Laundromat? 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 I'm asking them if yeah, I was la- there. Laundromat? What do you think? Laundromat? Where was the murder victim? Uh, it was just outside the laundromat. Okay, then not the laundromat? <laughs> Terrible liar. I am a bad liar, though, for real. You are. Sona is one of the most honest people I've ever met. Yeah. She can't lie, Yeah. Uh, which has caused major problems for us at times. Mm-hmm. Um, because you've told me flat out what you thought of the show or how I did on something. or <laughs> you're, But it's good. I need to know the truth. Yeah. So, I mean, Hillary Clinton and I are just like, we're tight. <laughs> what do you guys do? Yeah. Uh, we go to Magic Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was... She loves Magic Mountain. Does she loves she? it. She Not loves, what I expected. She loves, uh, she loves roller coasters. Oh, good. Really? Yeah. She like the one that goes upside down? Yeah. She, she go- likes... Um, she likes that one. She yeah. like Riddler's Revenge. She loves Riddler's Revenge. She loves Superman. She loves Goliath. She loves. Don't uh, don't put question marks after X- these. X- Why are you putting your finger on your lip like a Hitler <laughs> oh, mustache? I know. I know. It's so funny because I'm sweating. You're in disguise. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. No. But we go to we go to Six Flags all the time. Um. She you know she did dog. the podcast. <laughs> Hillary Clinton did the podcast, and I got the sense that she is. A lot of fun. I got the impression that that you, she, yes, you did. No, I did. I'm not. No, that, yeah, she's that, done it no, twice. I don't, right? don't want to like say anything, but I don't know. Fun. She is. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I've, I've and I've heard from a lot of people that she's a lot of fun. Like when you get away from politics and everything, that mm. she's lots of fun. That she enjoys herself. She laughs a lot. Yeah, I think, and she, she just, likes Riddler's Revenge. <laughs> I figured she just likes going on long walks, which I feel like is a lot of people just like going on long walks. Just long, not a hard G. Don't, don't do that, Conan. Do, do you hear it? Do you hear it? I, yeah, I hear it. Well, yeah. you heard it too. Well, oh, no, I'm, I'm not really judging it. I'm, but Both I can't, of you heard look, it. Look, I can't lie either. I heard your hard G. I don't G. care. It is. There's a G at the but, end of it. Yeah, but listen, it's like a speed bump. You just want to glide over that long. It's but, light. But then you go long and then long. <laughs> it's and the July. car And the car goes over a little. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Long. long. Just picture driving a car. You don't want to go over that speed bump. I don't think Long. you understand. Oh, how this, much is like this, yeah. this is like the king's speech. Yeah. How do you pronounce no. this word? Sign, idiot. Sorry. S I G N. Whoa. I'm, so sorry. I'm just trying to help you. I'm just I'm trying to get so to the sorry. bottom of this. Listen, I know. I'm just. You have really to give a big speech. Up. You have to give a big speech as the new king, and we're here to help you. I'm sorry, I called. This you is an a Miramax idiot. movie, and it's going to make well, this wait, clean up at the Oscars. If you if you are what he said, this royal ruler, what is that called? The male royal ruler. Rural Gerald. What are you talking Say about? Say this word. Oh my God, there's so much writing on this. King. Really? No, no. King. 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 You're just king. You don't king. Have to... There's a G Did at God. the end. What know, is wrong the, with the you The English guys? language has a lot of silent letters. What makes? What made you two the boss? What well, made you two I the am, boss? I actually am the he boss. Is the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the Your Oxford name is on English every... Dictionary. <laughs> It tells you how to pronounce it. Yes, if you look it does. in it the does. library, I mean, in the dictionary. No, if you look at dictionaries, they do tell you how to it pronounce it. It tells you the pronunciation, and the pronunciation has a G at the end. Yeah, but I think when you use, what is it, the IPA, the International Phonetic Alphabet, would tell you that that's not a... a I'm checking a metric. I want you guys G. to check I'm, that right guess now. Guess what? I'm checking a, a metric that only I have. We are shedding <laughs> listeners like crazy. We are shedding listeners like crazy. The minute we start talking about... Uh, the name of the phonetic symbol in the OED. I think you need to sh- you need to prove this that I'm, you guys are saying good correctly and I'm saying it incorrectly. I'm wor- I'm working on it. Okay, yeah. yeah. But listen, and so no, this doesn't come from a place of bullying or anything. Yes, it does. 
<laughs> well, for me, it does. But I'm saying yeah. from that, I think it comes from a good place. I know. Yeah. I feel bad. I called you an no, idiot. No, you shouldn't because I feel like I, I, it seems like I'm coming down on you when that is the last thing I want to do because you're, you know. How did you think I was going to pronounce sign? I was you... genuinely curious. I wanted to hear if you would do sign <laughs> or sig. sig See, now you get angry at me for calling sign. you an idiot. And you wrote the word sign and you were like, how do you pronounce sign? I didn't get angry with you calling me an idiot. I agree. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't like this. Remember the time I wrote, kick me and put it on your back and you got really mad and you said, who put this signy on me? <laughs> That's funny because it's a callback. It's just, <laughs> oh, just, here's a, here's just a... something that just happened, which means it's not a callback. <laughs> so okay, Why did it sit cross the road? It's a chicken. If you... That's a callback to it being a chicken. Sorry. Google King, King pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. It says... There's a there's a popular Google search that says is the G in King silent. So it says ring and king, ringa and kinga in case are nouns while ing is a gerund and in most cases G is silent because it's easier to pronounce. Just try to pronounce something and you'll see there's an effort in pronouncing G which sounds unnecessary in see, a sentence. I think that's it the thing is it doesn't say but, it shouldn't be pronounced. But can I say something? The point that Matt makes through his very uh, strange app yeah. is that <laughs> Google? An app I think he consults regularly. <laughs> no, this pronunciation app. What I'm saying is I think that the point they're making is that it takes more effort. And that's what he and I are both concerned about is that you're, it takes effort to say, you know, something. It's an effort that you don't need. We're trying to ease your burden in life. Don't you yeah, think that's fair? That's true. Plus, we have definitive here. This is the Cambridge Dictionary, which is from England, which is technically the King's English. Yeah. Here's the pronunciation. King. Try it again. King. King. No, you know what? It's it's both. It's in between. You know it's what? Like I have to say. What? I have to say, I, and I I don't like saying this. They're closer to Sona than they are to us. No, yes! I'd say it's midpoint because she's yes! not saying G. She's saying King. Yeah, but no, why I'm is she doing kinga. a na? Why is she doing it? It's King. I'm not doing That's kinga. the UK pronunciation. Here's the US. King. You know what I wish it said on the US? It's America. We don't have a fucking king. <laughs> Get a president. Get a president <laughs> and suck it. That's what I wish it said. Oh, how do you say uh, king in America? We don't, asshole. We say president. It's in the Constitution. Now suck it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad right. we uh, straightened that out. Well, we you didn't. guys are lazy, so yeah. you don't pronounce all the letters. You know what? That's what we learned. So, no, we just, we just went on this fancy uh, speaking uh, app, and it told us, I don't know. It was in the middle. And so I think I say that I'm, uh, I, I forgive you. Oh, I was. And I apologize. Uh, po I did not apologize. And I accept your apology. Wait. And you're forgiven. Wait, I said I forgive you. And then you said I don't apologize. What does that mean? I, you're for, why are you forgiving me if I didn't apologize? The bigger concern is that for the last three recordings, you and I have been on the same side. And I don't know what to do about this. Oh, I, this is the beginning, as they say, at the end of Casablanca of a wonderful new friendship. Mm. I don't think that's exactly right. It's not no. wonderful. Mm -hmm. Now fans are gonna write in, it's not wonderful, I think it's beautiful. Shut up, fan! <laughs> My guest today. <laughs> Such hostility. You're so hostile. Oh, you don't have to be walking down the street on your way to buy some Starburst at Walgreens when someone's like, excuse me, but you misquoted the end of Casablanca. <laughs> and then suddenly I'm in a knife fight when all I wanted was some Starburst. <laughs> Do you have a knife? <laughs> he has a knife and I have a knife. 
And then you hear the West Side it's, Story music playing. It's Knife. Uh, yeah, it's Knife. Oh. My guest today starred in the hit ABC series Blackish. Now you can see her in the new movie Cold Copy, which is in theaters and available on demand. Tracy Ellis Ross, welcome. This is your second time on the podcast. Yeah, but now and I get to be in the padded room with you. Exactly. This is the nice room, the really good room that we hadn't built before. But I'll tell you something. You uh, you came in here and such a ray of sunshine. You're wearing, oh. seriously, your personality. Wh- like whenever I'm around you, I feel like I'm having really good, expensive coffee. <laughs> you know, my heart starts to beat faster. You know, an hour from now, I'll have to go to the bathroom. Oh, come on. But in a good way. You know, uh, my real middle name is Tracy Joy. Tracy Joy Silberstein is my name. Really? Yeah. And uh, I cannot drink coffee or eat sugar. I do the sugar thing, but I had a cup of coffee once in high school, took two sips. It was in exams. We were in the gym. 30 seconds later, I was like, what is happening? What is happening? And I felt like my entire soul went up to the ceiling, slapped itself up there, Velcroed itself. And I was like, how will I do this exam? I've never had coffee since. The thing is, you don't need it because no. you came in here. And first of all, I came in, you came into the studio first. I'm following you and I just hear a laughter <laughs> and everyone's in a good mood. Then I come in, things quickly settle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody agreed. Everybody Everybody's agreed. like, mm, yeah. okay. Yeah, but it's right. out of respect. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. Deference. Deference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You always have terrific energy. Oh, you really do. Goodness. Like you emanate terrific. And that was true all your life, I'm guessing. I think so. I'm surprised it's happening now because I, I am not sleeping well. And so, but I seem to have, um, I'm glad to hear that though. But for good reason too, you got a call. I got the call. I got a call this morning. morning. Yeah. that you're in an Oscar nominated film. Yeah, I feel really jazzed <laughs> about that. American <laughs> fiction. American fiction. I feel very proud to be in this film. And we got five Oscar nominations today. And my two, the men who play my brothers in the movie, Sterling K. Brown and Jeffrey Wright, both got nominated supporting and lead actor. And you know, they say you're only as good as your scene partner. Oh. Yes. So it's mine. Yeah. You elevate. <laughs> yeah. Those are your Oscars. That Those they're... are my nominations, and yes. I feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> about my work. You yes, you should. <laughs> have you seen the film? Uh, I have not seen it's, the film it's yet. Worth, it's, I have not seen the film yet, but I've heard terrific things about I'm it. I'm very proud to be in this film. It's a really lovely, hilarious, and also like meta, as an artist or anyone in the industry, like you'll be like, oh, this is good. But it's also a family comedy. Um, at the core. It's a story about a family. I am not in this section of show business. I don't even know if I'm in any section, section. of show business anymore. I was anymore. like, what is, is well, that what the I'm way saying? they do it? They section it out? <laughs> well, they did. Early on, they said, <laughs> okay. you will never be Oscar nominated. You will never be in a film. No, uh, no, no. But listen, no, it was not, it, it's not my skill set. It's not something okay, I'm okay. interested in. It was not, it was, uh, I, I, but what I, I'm just fascinated by the whole idea of you get a call yeah. in the morning and it's like Christmas or something, you know? It is like Christmas. I mean, it's happened before. Like when I was nominated for an Emmy and things like that, mm-hmm. like you turn your phone on. The best is if you cannot remember. That is the best. So it's a surprise. When you remember, it's like a nightmare. You can't sleep. You're like, it's like Christmas morning. Like when right. you, in Christmas, on Christmas, you would like wake up so early and your parents are like, go back to bed. <laughs> it's dark outside. You're, they're like, we haven't put the gifts out yet. Um, but this was a nice surprise. I turned my phone on and I was like, what's happening? Why are there so many texts? 
That's nice. Yeah, it's it was nice really... to kind of not know. I like to be surprised by good news. Whenever yes. I expect good news, it doesn't come. Or it just doesn't. When it comes, even if it's good news, it doesn't quite match up to your imagination. Right. And you're like, oh, that was nice, but not what I wanted. I like how you got really quiet there. <laughs> what do they call this? ASMR. No, that's so annoying. Yeah, but it's very, I like this now. Really? I like this. I like that people, people. Does it make you sleep? No, it just calms me down. Like when people are cooking and they're chopping. Really? I like that people listening in their cars right now are leaning over to turn up the volume, taking their eye off the road. Yeah, and it's like, no, it's not you, it's us. <laughs> You're doing fine. You're driving fine. Your ears are fine. Don't go to the doctor. It's it's us. Actually, go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. And then, and then maybe they'll call you in the morning. They'll text you and they'll just say, are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you'll answer. Yeah. So you had this is a good day for you. It's a good day, but I get the I get to feel you got a lot of good days. You know things are I, I really, are humming along pretty well for you. You know what a friend of mine said? She said, "You know, you're a human having a pretty pleasurable experience." And I said, "You know what? That is very true. It's a nice way to kind of frame it. It's a mixed bag. Some days have a lot of you know mixed things in them, mm-hmm. but um, mostly." I can't complain. I've really liked getting older. You like getting older. I do like getting older. You know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. I do too. It's I. It's much better. I yeah. wouldn't go back to my 20s if you paid me. I can see why there are people who are amazing athletes mm. and they feel sad about the loss of their athleticism. Mm-hmm. I got them beat because I was never a good athlete. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, I, you know, I look at pictures of me when I was young and I, I wasn't hideous, but also I didn't stop traffic. So nothing... <laughs> People weren't like, I gotta, I gotta ride that horse. Is no, nah. Pick a different phrase. No, uh, what? No, I, I gotta ride. That's no. Find so it. that's so. I was waiting for some woman to say that to me, and they never did no. because it's not an expression. Well, try it in ASMR though. I gotta ride that. I gotta ride that horse. No, it doesn't make it better. No, she said in full voice. I disagree. No, yeah. no, no one ever said I gotta break me off a chunk of Conan. Oh, God. Yeah. He's you know? now using Kit Kat commercials. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, we're, are we all of the age that we knew the Peppermint Patty commercials? That was the best when he went skiing, when he broke open the Peppermint Patty. Oh, oh yes. Oh, and then, yes. Mm-hmm. We all watched the same TV. Yeah. Because there were. We did then. Because there were three channels. channels. Yeah. Now we're, I don't want to, young people listening, like, enough already, old man. <laughs> no. But there were three stations. And you had to wake up before you went to a bag. <laughs> <laughs> and it snowed so much it wasn't even snow. Oh, what? What does that mean? The rain was dry. <laughs> <laughs> when you took a bath, it was the shower. <laughs> That's what I said to someone the other day. I said, if you don't know when the 90s were, they were before. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a thing where I told my kids the other day that once there were so few there were only three channels or something. And then there was one like UHF station. There was literally nothing on, but be, and, and but sometimes, snow. but yeah. And, and, and sometimes there was a channel that you couldn't get. So the only thing that came in that we could get was a Catholic mass. <laughs> we but sat, you, did you we watch sat it? there like you watching watch it, it just cause it came in, <laughs> just cause it came in something you couldn't drag us to. <laughs> We were like, well, maybe when he eats that wafer, something will happen. 
<laughs> just sitting there in silence. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of we a cool had... chalice. Oh, I'm gonna be, uh, I wonder if anything's going to happen to that chalice. It's sort of like Raiders of the Lost Ark. But there was just nothing on, you know? And then that back to, you know, what happened then. You would turn on the TV and it would snow. It was snow. Yes, just snow. You would snow. just get snow. Yeah. And Just, you were lucky if you got lines. Yeah. The lines meant something might come in. <laughs> there might be a show coming in. And if you move the antenna around. Yeah, put some tinfoil on there. But it's funny, I contrast that now with, we all have you know, a million options. And yeah. I just sit there and I'm like- You can't hmm, find anything. I could watch, but <laughs> I used to watch a Catholic mass <laughs> that was in Providence, Rhode Island, <laughs> just cause it came in and I'm saying, Eh, Godfather 2 restored. I don't think so. <laughs> mm, Citizen Kane. Nah. And, and then you're like, Breaking I'm Bad. bored. Yeah. I could watch Breaking Bad. Nah, I don't think so. I heard The Wire is really good. Nah, I don't think so. Just, it's insane. The be- By the way, I We're had babies. not watched The Wire back then. Mm-hmm. And I recently, during the pandemic, I watched it. My God, is that a series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I finally got to the scene when they just say the curse word over and over that I'd heard about so many times. Right, right. Um, and it's even better when you see it. Yeah. You're just like this. It, it was such a good show. Uh, you know what's funny is I. This is why I think sometimes that we're in a golden age of entertainment, mm. and people are always moaning and I about how life isn't as good now in one way or another or how the world's all going downhill. And I think, I, I have to say, I think the good television is better than anything that good existed TV. when I was a kid. Great movies are amazing. Mm. Uh, you know, I just, I, I'm just, I'm stunned at the level of entertainment. There's a lot of stuff that, okay. We get a lot of get extra it. stuff. We get a lot of extra stuff, but the good is so good it's, right now. I mean, yeah. Did you see Anatomy of the Fall? Yeah. Yes, I did. God, I, I watched that the other night. I thought that was incredible. With my wife, and I went in not knowing anything. I didn't know said, anything either. She said, you should watch this. And I said, don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, no. And that went said, well. Yeah. Oh, this is heading towards the plot of Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, um, I didn't know anything about it, and I was just riveted. I was riveted. And then I was angry because we had agreed to meet a friend and she started the movie, and let's say the movie's an hour and 45 minutes. And you had to An stop. hour and 30 minutes oh in, she said, we have to stop no and go pick why. up our friend. And it's before you find out what's gonna happen. And I lost it, and I said, you knew! You knew, and she was like, nah, I mistimed it a little bit. Shut up, let's go. And uh, so, but anyway, the whole time we're eating with our friend, I'm just you were waiting. All the... I'm thinking about is what's going to happen. Oh my god! But I... it was still, it still held up. It worked out when we I got home. I thought that was a riveting riveting, fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to me to watch uh, a movie that in essence is really small, but felt so big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just so well done. Well, it's about so much. Oh yeah. God, I, I really- Can I, you can you watch yourself? Are you absolutely. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Refreshing. As much yeah. as possible. <laughs> my That's God, crazy. I'm on a loop in my house. <laughs> Even on the bathroom and the toilet. No. <laughs> on the bathroom and the toilet. On the TV and the toilet. I don't even have a TV in the toilet. You can tell because I can't even say that. Um, I love I, that. Yeah, That's I'm fantastic. very comfortable watching myself. That's I great. like watching my work back for numerous reasons, I, particularly on Blackish and stuff. Um, being able to see how something's being shot, what's being covered, what's working, what isn't working. I'm not. I'm very vain, but I'm not very critical of 
particularly with acting. Like, I, I like when my face does weird things. When I watched Candy Cane Lane, my response was, oh, great. My wig didn't look wiggy. And boy, do I make stupid facial expressions. <laughs> I mean, the camera cuts to me and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> my face is like, <laughs> I love how stupid my face is. You know, what's so it feels to me like <laughs> I just love that my it does dumb things, and yeah. I, I'm not because you know you look at some actresses sometimes, and the camera comes back to them, and they're like, <laughs> and you're like, what is that? What are you putting mascara on? <laughs> Conor Brian needs a friend. Is sponsored by ADT. Now ADT professionally installs Google Nest products so your home is safe and smart. You can check in on your home and manage your security systems from virtually anywhere. Google Nest cams can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. You can know that there's a package out there. I know. And not a person. You don't have to that do helps. anything. Yeah, sometimes a person rings the doorbell and I think it's a package. Anyway, <laughs> and with Nest Aware as part of your monthly ADT service, you can get 30 days of event video history, even smarter notifications like when a familiar or unfamiliar face is seen. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just a tap. Mm. I'm always setting off alarms accidentally. This is helpful for me. Oh, good. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, well, you got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are trademarks of Google LLC. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. This is unbelievable. I've been talking about this idea for years. I know. I want you to explain it more. I can. Okay. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required access from anywhere. I had this idea years ago. <laughs> I was telling people no one listened to me. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Because you've got one unified, unified business, business management, management suite. suite. You yes. said that. Yeah. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math, man. Yeah. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Conan, netsuite.com slash Conan. I'm going to say it one more time just for emphasis, netsuite.com slash Conan. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time, don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up. And I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people 
have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know, I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I, it's not a good match. I, then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Conan. I wonder if having growing up with such an iconic mom mm. in music and singer and I mean it's just and and in movies if you knew early on oh I can be really funny in a way that sets me apart it's my thing does that make sense you know in one sense it wasn't on purpose it wasn't a conscious sort of mm -hmm. shift but like when I was 22 my mom said to me it's time for you to record an album because I sang all through growing up um and I was like, no way. Like, I, it felt too scary. I don't know that I consciously went towards being funny, but my dad, my personality is like his. He's hilarious. And I loved Carol Burnett and Lucille Ball yep. growing up. Yep. Um, and I felt a real kinship with that kind of screwballness and the ability to kind of not care what you look like, um, which is, I think, because I've never done stand-up, although I really want to. Mm -hmm. um, but the ability to kind of have that freedom in your body. Yes. But it definitely has been my path. I mean, my name is Joy. My middle name is Joy. I wonder if it's sort of, I just came out kind of bubbly. Right. But um, I don't know. It's such an interesting thing. I think I grew up always wanting to be a woman in a sparkly dress on a stage. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. And I, I Me got... Me too. Right? <laughs> yeah. How's that going? Uh, risk treatments. Um, it's more expensive than I thought. Uh, yeah, it's like skiing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because one of the things you said that I can uh, relate to is I love... One of the things that I've always loved about comedy is there's no vanity. Like, I, I, I never so think about how... There are some, I'll admit there are sometimes lately with high def cameras and as I age where I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> couldn't someone have told me that half my face rotted off before we shot that thing? But, but, but mostly, couldn't they have done some, like taped that up a little bit before I went out there? Or put some Vaseline on the screen, yeah, exactly. on the lens? <laughs> but mostly I know that if people like what I'm doing, it's not because they want to break off a chunk of that. Uh -oh. They're just, I'm uh -oh. sorry. That's, it, yeah. that's a phrase that's going to stick. That horse. <laughs> I want to ride that horse and then break off a chunk. Just no, just no. Yeah. I'm going to have nightmares. Okay, okay, sorry. Well, that's what I do for women. <laughs> but, no, but, I like, but, I, but I like the surrendering of uh, vanity that that's, goes a lot with I comedy. So and much. And, you know, it's, you reference Lucille Ball and what people often forget and you don't think about it is you and Lucille Ball are very beautiful women who then do comedy really well. And so there's this thing where you can, I mean, Lucille Ball was so stunning, glamorous, stunningly yeah. glamorous, but felt nothing about, oh yeah, put a prosthetic nose on and let's it. have it catch fire mm -hmm. or let's have me crying and have my face contorted. Let's have me stuffing chocolates into my mouth as as you guys create recreated on the Emmys the other night. Like this is just something that that I love is is the surrendering all of that. Yeah, sure. I can look amazing if I want to, but I'm doing this right now. I think there's also for me like a sense of pure freedom where like every choice is 
is yours. Um, and that for me, that it's like literally from my little toe to the hairs on my head get to participate in the the thing I'm doing. Um, and I just, and, and I do love that there's no vanity involved. There really isn't for me. It's, I, I think the uglier I look, the better I think it is. I think it's funnier when there's a selflessness to how you lean in there. That Lucy bit was, I think... I there was you, like, Natasha Leone, uh, so I, I, we recreating did, the, the chocolate conveyor belt at the end. I do believe, I literally, before we went on stage, I was like, I mean, the little girl in me was jumping up and down. She was like, so excited. And <laughs> so excited. Um, and then they forgot the prop of the papers. <laughs> oh. oh. We had it in every rehearsal. And I was trying to explain because people were like, it was so funny. I was like, but you have to understand, if you understand comedy, if you have nowhere to go, and you have to start at the top, then it's not, you can't do the thing you do because there's nothing to work from. Right. So it was slapstick. And we went there. It was fine. I went there. I mean, I was, <laughs> I got to tell you guys, an hour later after we took the wig off and the eyelashes, I took the, <laughs> the smock thing off. There was a piece of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it had it had melted, so it was from up here. I was like from between my boobs down to my my like the top of my underwear, and it was just mush chocolate everywhere. And then the caramel was all that was left, so it was just like a piece of caramel on my belly button. <laughs> uh, that's uh, it's fantastic. The, uh... I stuffed a lot of chocolate in my gown in my little dress. <laughs> It was dropping out while I was reading the presentation. Because it has to be, yeah. There's just a trail of chocolate following you wherever you go. Yeah. I was I was thinking about Amy Sedaris, who oh. is also she's a very attractive person who yeah. goes out of her way and has her whole life yeah. to tape up her nose, do anything she could, wear old ladies' clothes. She was doing this when she was a kid, yeah. and it would drive her mother crazy because her mother was saying you're an attractive young woman. What are you doing? My mom and would always say, fix your face. Why are you making all those face? Like, what does she, would, she, I would be telling a story and she would like touch between my eyes <laughs> and be like, I'm like, I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> Sorry, Amy Stairs. <laughs> no, I'm the same. I'm just, I mean, your poor mom. <laughs> like, just uh, don't, I mean, my mom with me, I was constantly contorting my face and and doing over the top yeah. bits. And she would say, your face is going to freeze that way. <laughs> yeah. It's going to freeze. It's going to freeze. And I thought, well, first of all, that would be cool. Because I could go through life like, oh, you know, like, it would be great. Him, I, yeah. I could work in the circus and it would just be like, I don't know, it'd be a lot of fun. I, it wasn't, it, I didn't, I wasn't scared of my face freezing, but when I did over the top bits, she, you know, she was the, and, and I think if, I because have two great stories there's this, on that. there's this, it's this on this podcast. We never get to great. Stories. I won't allow it. No, no, um, I'm going to say I have one, but I'm not going to tell it. You guys, <laughs> I have two great stories. Yeah, yeah. There's no time. Anyway, so the other day, <laughs> I'm having this beef stew, and this beef stew, it uh, had beef in it. You it guys. had beef in it. It was awful. Who knew? All right, go, go. Tell us these. But I mean, talking about we're talking about contorting your faces and parents, parents and, and parents and freaking out. Mom's responses. So one was, I, my grandmother used to say that it was, Tracy had the 12-year-old, the 10-year-old giggles, 11-year-old, and then it was just like, okay, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And so I was like, I was just like, I'm getting out of my body, I couldn't get it out. I was like, it's dinner time. And it would drive my sister crazy. Rhonda was like, oh my God. And my mom was like, 
Tracy, would you like to go outside and get the giggles out? And I would be like, I would. I would like to go outside and get the giggles out. So I would go out of the the door, the sliding glass door outside dinner. My family's in there just eating dinner. And I'm out like bouncing outside the door. And I'm like, and I'd come back in and I'd be like, mm. and she'd be like, did you get them out? I'd be like, I don't know. No, I think there's more. And I'd go back. Go back. So that's one story. And the poor other, mom. Poor mom trying to do her best. Little uh-huh. Dinah Ross sitting there like, oh, my God, I made a problem, child. So then the other is when I moved out here to L.A., I had my mom is Dinah Ross, just for reference on this story. I take full responsibility for her career. Anyway. Um, you made her. I did. If it weren't for me, I don't know. Those Supremes. Ain't no mountain high enough. What? The boss? Who knew? No one. None of it. Central Park concert? That was my idea. That was your idea. Anyway, so, so when I moved out here to L.A., I had no, my version of no money. So I'm just going to be honest. My version of no money was like I had my mom's credit card. I was living in a beautiful apartment, but I had no cash. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I used to do things that I could do with the credit card. Like I would go, I would ask people if I would, they wanted me to get them gas or like at dinner, I'd be like, I'll pay, give me the cash. Like I was like an ATM, right? Yep. So I made a video, a DVD. It, at the time it was a VHS video um, of me doing all my characters because I used to tell stories as these different people. So I dressed up in all these different, uh, there was Madame Iver, who I still do. Uh, there was Susie Sushi. There was Broadway Girl, who was singing an improv Christmas holiday song. Mm-hmm. Um, all this stuff. And then I old school edited them, to, edited it together. And I sent out 52 videos to everyone in my world saying happy holidays. <laughs> and at the end of it, it said no judgment, happy holidays. And it was me like doing a ridiculous. It was insane. Mm-hmm. I go home for Christmas and my mom's like, <clears throat> can we talk? And I was like, yeah, what's up? Let's go to my room. Oh, shit. You know, if your yeah. mom wants to bring you to the room. So we sit down on the edge on the side of her bed. She's sitting next to me. She was like, how many of those? <laughs> <laughs> she was so serious. How many of those videos did you send out? I said, 52. And she was like, can we get them back? <laughs> I was like, what? No, I think she literally was like, this is a comment on my parenting. Like, I failed my child. And she has sent out like a calling card of like the failed parenting. Oh, my God. She she later understood. But I do think it was a little bit like, what have I done? Like it was going to end up on Inside Edition of what is Diana Ross doing to her children? Her children. Like the other ones are fine. 35 characters. Try dancing for her wares. Like, I don't know Unbelievable. what. Un, anyway, it did. It changed my career. It, it launched me into, you know, people are like, oh, is that who you are? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Is it true that you have, because you do all these characters, that you have photographs of them? Yeah. Do you have photographs of your other personas? Like framed? So. Yes. yes. <laughs> and by the way, I'm in a I'm in a temporary place right now. And as you walk in, it's lined up. It's like the wall of Tracy, like all the versions of me. There's Madame Iver is, is a, a really special one that I have performed as, done things as. Mm-hmm. She I used to post her videos all the time. And then uh, Calliope Champignon has her own page. She is a, a fashion architect, not a stylist. Um, she's not French, but she only, she only speaks with a French accent, but <laughs> she can't speak French at all. But... No knowledge of French. No, the French she's language. actually from Detroit, but uh, 
but she does. That's a, a great idea. Yeah, but she is very connected to the French accent. I uh, treat. <laughs> Which part made you laugh that hard? My mother? <laughs> no, no, the Detroit part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's from Detroit. Detroit, but that's a thick French accent. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> I'm curious about something because you did your first big success, which is Girlfriends, right? You're doing that mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. And then that show ends. And I always thought, right, you went right into Blackish. Oh, no, God, no. And that's how other people can experience your career. Yeah. Like, when I think about you, I think of just, oh, I uh, since the first time I heard your name, you've been a success. But there was <laughs> a, but seriously, that's how it can feel to other people. Yeah. And there was like a six-year gap or something there between Girlfriend and Black, and, and, and Blackish. What? Because because when you're when I'm around you, it just seems so obvious that there should be a camera on you all the time. What do you think happened in that? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. Well, I think some of it, you know, is the segregation of Hollywood and right. uh, UPN then turned into CW and we were on what is considered a black show. So there were so many people who knew our show and we were a huge success, but there were also the majority of the industry did not. Got it. And so I really did think after being on a show that I considered a hit uh, that was so beloved for eight years as the lead that uh, the pearly gates of Hollywood were going to open when it finished. Mm -hmm. They did not. They were yeah. locked. There were no scripts. There was nothing. And, and um, that's actually when I started moving my characters more to the forefront and uh, doing the other things that I do. And... Then I did a show on BET called Read Between the Lines. Mm -hmm. uh, did that for, I want to say, a year and a half. But even before Girlfriends, so Lyricist Lounge came first, uh, which was a hip-hop sketch comedy show. It was fantastic. Um, really fun. Did a lot of characters on there. Uh, but preceding that were years and years of auditioning, being dropped from the Gersh agency. The woman, the agent said to me, <laughs> she said, you just don't pop. She said, you come with all these things, these bells and whistles. You're pretty. Your mom's famous. You have good style. But then you get in the room and nothing happens. So we're going to drop you. Oof. I mean, I carried that punch for so long. I was like, oh, a person who doesn't pop. But I'm a non-popping person. <laughs> like, uh, I, like, you need to pop as an actor. You got to pop. I, I couldn't pop. Isn't it, isn't it crazy, though, how when time goes by and then you look at those statements, yeah. it's it's so appallingly wrong. And it's making me think of we had Harrison Ford was sitting in the chair you're in and he was talking mm -hmm. about how, you know, he's had Harrison Ford success. It's just insane. insane. But he remembers the guy's name who told him oh, in, the in the 1960s. Oh. And he remembered exactly what he told him. Jerry Tukovsky. Jerry Tukovsky. <laughs> and he kept so saying his times. name over and over again. But it was still a burning coal lodged right under his sternum. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, well, wouldn't like at least two of the Indiana Jones movies have gotten rid of that burning <laughs> hatred? <laughs> Forget the other two. Like, no. And what I know just because it's human nature is uh, those things still yeah, burn even do. years, even years later. Yeah. I remember th uh, there's a couple, you, you know, they, we all have them. I think my mom has one, like everybody's got them and they, you know, to a certain extent they become your fuel um, and mm -hmm. they help you answer questions or they take you down. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I, I think I've transcended. I think I pop. 
I hope I pop. I'm a. I want to pop. <laughs> <laughs> love that you. You pop. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Definitely you I want to pop. I love that yeah. you're. <laughs> yeah. 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 You were one of you, the first. Um, like late night shows that I went on, but I remember when I was on Girlfriends, I could not get on a late night show. Hmm. And I remember the Tonight Show. It was Jay Leno at the time and the talent booker. I will never forget what she said because I asked, I was like, you have to tell me. I don't understand. You have to tell me. And they kept saying, call us when she gets something. And I was like, but like what? Like you guys got to tell me what I got to go get because like I don't get it. Yeah. You know, um, but those are the kinds of things that they become this mystery that you. There's a very frustrating thing. Uh, I got out here. I remember there was this catch 22 of well, you can't get a job. Mm. You can't get a job as a writer unless you're you have an agent and no agent wants to see you unless unless you you have a job. It's insane. And you can't get a job if you're not in the union, but the union won't give let you in the union unless you have a job. Yes. And so. I remember thinking there's really, this is impossible. And there are these things that you encounter early on. And, you know, I'm saying this as a white male. Like, so I had as, I'll be open, I had about as greased a track as anyone can have in at at that, you know, at that time. But now I'm old. But I remembered thinking this is tricky and I didn't have a a fraction of the difficulties that you're talking about where you're saying I've been on a show but Mm. it's considered a black show Mm -hmm. and the rest of the industry doesn't seem to recognize yeah it's it was the realization of some of those things were fascinating I remember on blackish I went to do my first looping session my first ADR session and the sound guy they had said you know he's a very famous sound guy he just done all the shows he's big at all the studios and da, da, da. And he was like I just I mean you're it's like you're like a seasoned vet I just loved seeing such a newcomer be so look like you're so experienced I said what do you mean and he said well I mean you've never been on a show and I said oh, no no, no I, I was on a show well I mean it wasn't it wasn't a comedy and I was like no no it was a comedy but it wasn't prime time I said no no, no it was prime time he went through the whole list right. Like, but you weren't the lead. I was like, no, but I. But Jesus, I, he's wrong about I, every I was single like, my thing. My God, this is, is this yeah. a comedy routine? Are you a plant? <laughs> but you're not a woman. <laughs> yes, I am a woman. Your name's not Tracy, but it is. <laughs> And he said, my God, I've got to go look up this show. I was like, yeah, you should do, just go look it yeah, up. Maybe oh my you God. should shut up. I was like, so. my God. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a fascinating, the industry is, you know, it, it is, but it is also interesting to think of how it's changed. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, growing up and having three networks or whatever it was, and then all of a sudden you get a new one, there was UPN, and the, you know what I mean? And now it's just, I don't even know where to go to find things. I have to Google the name of the show that someone told me so, and where do you stream it? <laughs> I write. And then sometimes it still doesn't give me good right. answers. It gives me all these things. And I'm like, I don't know what to do here. I will often figure out where it is, the thing I want to see. And then I will go to that streamer that I know that we are signed up for. Yes. But it will say, no, I'm not letting you in unless it, you unless you give me the 75 different passcodes. And my <laughs> wife knows those and I don't. And often I crumple to my knees and a camera <laughs> lifts up to the ceiling and I go, no, like God himself has betrayed me. And it's just like, no, oh my I'm, God. I mean, fairly. Just text your wife. Exa- no, she I doesn't no allow one to that. Blame. She doesn't allow that anymore. I just take, I take the remote and I'm like, yeah. I just get so angry. I'm like, I, I just want to watch the show. Like, but you yes. can't get in. Yeah. 
And or I, I know they you, already have my money. They already have my yes, money. I or signed it says, up. It says you don't have that version of. I'm like, what do you mean? I ha- I swear to God, I <laughs> paid the version. I don't. I did it last time. I can't. Where's the show? I love. I hate it. I love knowing that nobody escapes this. It's Meaning, insane. the thing that I love is nobody escapes it. And uh, I remembered uh, once talking to. President Obama on this podcast. And he was, I don't know if it was even off mic, but he started talking about how he remember being in the Oval Office and like they couldn't get the phone to work and like two people came in and like, you're the... You're in the Oval Office. He had to get on customer service yeah, with Spectrum Internet <laughs> himself and stay alive. Barack? Barack? Be Barack? It's CK. Yeah. Not just a K. It's just CK. 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 Representative. Oh. Representative. <laughs> Representative. Pressed one. Yeah. Yes. Are you a sitting president? <laughs> Press one. They even have a whole president section. That's a great bit. Are you a two-term or one-term president? Jesus. And then you try and have someone else do it. I'm so sorry. We'll have to speak to the actual person who pays the bill. No, it's so funny because it made me happy. And then when I talked to Biden recently and he invited me into the Oval Office, all I could do was stare at the phone. And guess what? It looks like a phone anywhere. But what if Biden of all people was super tech savvy? I got it all on a universal remote. I programmed it myself. It's all on an app. I check it out. He's like, I control it from my phone. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I made an app. You made an app? Are yeah. you familiar with Oculus Rift? It'd be great it. if he was the most tech-savvy president that's of all a, time. That's actually a gr- that's great. I, I wish that were so. I really do. Hey, you know, 99.9% chance it isn't, but you never know. You never know. But no, that open. You're talking about that that feeling of, there are all these years where you're saying, hey, I'm Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm, I know I'm really good. Mm. And then there's that moment. Well, hold on. Maybe you weren't saying that. Mm. I was going around saying, hey, I'm Tracy <laughs> Ellis Ross. I'm, I'm really good. I'm really good. <laughs> <laughs> and people would say, I think you're mentally ill. Um, and there's some gender confusion. Uh, but no, I could see there are years where you think you have something to offer. And it seems like that part takes forever. But then, then you look back. Then you look back later on yeah. and it all kind of happened the way maybe it was going to happen. I don't know. Maybe I that's too know. nice a know. view of it. I don't know. I mean, I the thing that I find fascinating is how long it felt while it was happening. And when you look back, how fast it was. Because, you know, when you're 51, you know, like I remember as a kid that three months for for um, summer break seemed like an eternity. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like three months Like, what am I going to do for three months? And then there was like no plan and it was like horrible. And now like three months is such a short amount of time. Right. And so there's a a sense of that. Like even during the pandemic, it felt like an eternity. And I do think I didn't walk around thinking, what did you say that I was good? What was it? Uh, Trace Sales Ross and I'm good. You must have known that you had something really good to offer. No, I hoped I did. And I think it took me a long time to realize that I did. I knew I was something, but I didn't know what I had to. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, you have to have a certain amount of confidence to lean into this business. (laughs) But 
But I think a lot of the things and the roadblocks that I hit gave me enough doubt that it was like, I mean, ooh, am I am I nuts here? And then now, you know, you look back. I don't know. I mean, it's it's such an interesting thing because I don't know that I believe it every day now. Right. You know, I know who I am as a person. I know who like I'm like my worth as a human being. But I think that's why, like, even doing that Lucy sketch was like, I'm like, I don't like I hadn't acted since I finished Candy Cane Lane last March. So almost a year strikes, all these things. And I hadn't done that thing. And I have a, you know, I have a beauty company, a beauty brand that's doing incredibly well. Mm -hmm. I've been a businesswoman for the last year. I do speaking engagements and that's a big way that I pay for other parts of who I am. And I hadn't done that thing. And I got off that stage and I was like, oh God, I, I like, I love this so much. And I went to the uh, Governor's Awards this right, year right. and Mel Brooks was being honored mm-hmm. and they showed his reel with like Gene Wilder and Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick like got up there and did Broadway singing thing. And I'm like, this is like the stuff like lights me up. Like I just I get like 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 a kid that's just like, oh, my God, is that a star? Like <laughs> um, and so it's it's definitely it's something in me that I love. It lights me up. Whether I was good at it or not, I didn't totally know. And I don't know that I have any interest in investing in whether I'm that good at it or not, as long as I'm happy doing it. I think there has to be doubt. I, I just yeah. always think there has to be. I would prefer to be a person with a little doubt than there a has person to who has too much confidence. Some people I'm like, but what are you? Listen, you're, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but also when I look at when I watch television yeah. and I see most talking heads, they're 100% sure about everything they're saying. And most politicians are 100% sure what they're saying. And I think, can't we go get back to having respect for people who say, huh, it's difficult. This is, yeah. I, I never think things are a, a sure thing. Anything yeah. I'm connected with, I'm always worried. I hope it goes well. I, doesn't, don't you think that leans you towards doing your best and yeah, continuing try to try? Question and, it. and also, I, I do think that the, the death of a career is when you think you know everything. Yeah. You know, when you think, like when you're not teachable, I don't know, the death of a human experience, like to stay curious and teachable is kind of the thing that keeps you growing, keeps you moving, keeps you connected to other people, keeps you being one among many and not just this singular thing. Right. I don't know. I'm curious if, because you mentioned the beauty brand, which I know mm-hmm. is a huge success. And the name of it is? Pattern. Pattern Beauty. Pattern Beauty. We're a hair care brand right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything? For you. For me. <laughs> because, and also, <laughs> I'm curious. Now, hold on. I'm going somewhere. Oh, I'm not stopping you. I'm it's just, just really curious. just I know about your yeah. brand. It just makes it even funnier. <laughs> I just wondering. I have iconic hair. You do have iconic hair. And, uh, and maybe. There, is, there are products for you. And, you can and, use our Stronghold Gel. Yes. Okay, okay, and sorry. maybe you would want to put my face mm. on the box. Mm. This is a. Mm. You okay, mm. Sona? You all right? You're drinking a lot of water over no, there. No, no, no. You, you should keep talking. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's something that I would offer up. <laughs> and now you're having water. Bring Why is me everyone. Off a piece of that Conan bar. Why is everyone having so much water? <laughs> Wardo doesn't seem to have any water. That's good. Um, uh, I, you know, I'm just offering that up. We are a, a brand that exceeds the needs of the curly, coily, and tight textured community or anyone that needs hydration in their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but our content is centered around the celebration of black beauty. And I don't think you check that I box. think you are. I don't feel seen at this moment. I don't see you right now. <laughs> 
because you are invisible. <laughs> I'm saying we've got to break this barrier. I've no. got to be part of, don't you think? No, 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 no. No, no. no. no? Change, change. No, there's change so it. many things you can be part of. <laughs> That's how you can use the products. Yeah. Why aren't you pursuing Irish Spring or something? You know? I went to them. They're okay. not interested either. Really? Uh, the Irish won't claim me. The Irish won't claim me. The Irish won't claim me. Yeah, no, it's just no one wants me. Does that me. still exist? That smelled so fresh. No, it did. It really, it really did. Was it was a top line soap. Yeah. It's still around. By the way, this be. is a question I love asking people. Bar or liquid soap? I like bar. Well, I use both. It you depends both. on what's there, but I, I like a bar. Okay. Liquid. I'm I think liquid. I'm bar, but my wife buys liquid, so yep, I me just, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What Interesting. Are you, what are you? Liquid. Okay. Yeah. When I discovered liquid, I was like, Oh my god, what is this bar for? <laughs> That's true. That, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, What is this? Yeah. I, yeah. I have another question. I'm really yeah, dying to know. I love what I want to know. What time everyone wakes up in the morning? Oh. Oh. oh well, this morning, uh -huh. my dog Loki uh, woke ooh, me nice up. Nice name. Woke uh, woke me up at six a.m. I don't know why. But woke me insisted. Loki didn't need to go to the bathroom. Well, he went outside, but then I, he like loitered and smoked a cigarette. Like he, <laughs> his name is Loki. Yeah, yeah. really. He just, I yeah, mean, you're kind of asking for he, it. He didn't look. It's like my kids came up with that name because they said it's the god of mischief. Yes, and, it is. Um, That's what, yeah. And so, uh, and sure enough, he like grew into his name, or they saw that in him. But yeah, he woke me up at six a.m. Usually, if I can get to seven, I'm that's like perfect for okay. me. And were you always an early riser, or is it just since you've become a grown up? Uh, no, I think left to my own devices as a young man, I would really sleep in, but yeah. I think that's a young man's game. And then I think, uh, I don't really do that anymore. Mm, so, mm, mm. but yeah, uh, so I'm, what, what about you? Six, what time do you get? Well, I have a two-year-old, so mm. if, uh, even if she doesn't, I'm up at five or five thirty. You're five or I'm five I'm set. Yeah, I'm baked in. Yeah. It's, yeah. Same thing? Yeah. I have a toddler. I have okay. two toddlers. Why did you say thing? one? I don't know. That is so weird. Yeah, why, why, do you, why do you hate Mikey? Who knows? <laughs> why do you have to think it's Mikey? Because we know it's Mikey. Oh, no. I love them. I have twins, and Aww. they're two and a half. And so, yeah, anywhere between five. So you don't sleep anymore. I don't. No, oh, I really that's so don't. Fun. Maybe when yeah. they're 15. No, oh, God. Is it that long? Might be. <laughs> Three months goes by like Tears. this, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I woke, I, I'm not an early riser, but I am. What about now. you? I, I'm somewhere between 6.30 and 8. 6.30 and 7.30, I would say. Mm, must be nice. Okay. Uh, but I always used to be an early riser. Like, I, I was a person who did my homework in the morning. I would oh. wake up at like 5.30. When in school, I don't know why. Um, I think I was so tired when I got home. I would just kind of conk out. But I think it's such an interesting question. I'm so intrigued with what time people wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. People's like morning routine is fascinating to me. The first big Hollywood party I ever went to, it was like, I don't know, it was, I, it was a ridiculous Hollywood party and everybody was there. And I'm just wondering. Give us a couple names. Well, I'm going to. Yeah. Okay, just, I'm but I mean, you know, Tom Cruise is there. Not familiar. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> like Barbara Streisand. Like all these big names are there. And I'm wandering through the hallway and all of a sudden, I swear to God, Warren Beatty steps out. He, he like slid into view and went, <laughs> Conan. How much sleep do you need a night? What? Out of oh, nowhere. What? I had never met him before. That is and he, fascinating. He just slid in as if he was on a rail, like just like, <laughs> and 
shoehorn and they slid him in and he went, Conan, looking impeccable. How much sleep do you need tonight? And I said, I need at least eight. And he was like, I need nine to 10. And then he, and then he like slid out again. So it's like, it was like a Weird. carnival ride. It was like Mr. Toad's wild ride yeah. where I'm going through in a little cart. And then the Warren Beatty comes in, asks me the question. I reply and he said, I need nine to 10 and then slides out again. And the, my little cart kept moving. Oh that God. is a really a great story. That's what I happened. That's a true story. I need nine to ten, and he who, slid out. Also, who has how how do you what what do you how do you? There's get a nine reason to 10? he looks that good. I mean, it's genetics, but nine also he think he was. I think he was just sleeping when you didn't see him on yeah. camera. He was, he was just like, sleeping. Action, cut. I'm going to bed. Yeah, that's fa- nine to ten is just neat. I can't imagine. I I don't think my body could. It would just be like no. Yeah. I must wake up. <sighs> no, I could. You, you could, could sleep. I could sleep. Yeah, but I like sleep. on a regular basis, or just like to catch if up. If I have help, like I sometimes if I take an edible, absolutely, I she can takes, easily sleep. She has an alarm that wakes her up every hour, and she takes three edibles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a true story. Every hour, she said, yep, oh, terrible, okay. terrible addict. Anyway, <laughs> I want to make sure I get the word out too on cold copy. <laughs> that's where you went. Yeah. Come on. Terrible addiction. Anyway, we're, ter- we're worried about her. Yeah. Oh my God, this yeah. is terrible. Yeah, mother to, mother to twins. Now you're going to plug? Terrible addiction. You're going to do a plug? Well, I want to make sure we get the word out oh. on cold copy. Oh, okay. Because this is out now. Cold copy is out now. It is. Cold copy is out now. I play a cutthroat, high-end journalist. And you're in, a, and you're in like a, a death grip battle with another journalist, yes? Yeah, well, she's my protege, mm. played by Belle Pauly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think I smile once in the movie. I've got a serious bang, a lot of bangs on the face. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. I, I smirk in the movie when I successfully manipulate. It's fun to it's play so fun. mean. It's oh. fun to be cutthroat. It's fun to let that, that dog it out was, to play. You it know? was so fun. Um, and so going for it, just I, I since Blackish, I've had like a real opportunity to play some fun, different things. But this was particularly juicy. Yeah. Cold copy is in theaters. Well, there's a lot to congratulate you on here. And I can't even list it all. Well, but your day starts with uh, being nom- in an Oscar nominated film. Yeah. And, um, and I will say this, having had you on the show a couple of times and you've been on our show twice. Uh, I love it. I love it when I get to be around you because you so have fun. so much energy and 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 like good like uh, you pop yeah you pop you pop you pop. I, I was looking for the word and I was going to go with pop and then I thought well no we've been told by the Gersh agency you don't pop. Lindsay Porter. <laughs> We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Add that to Jerry Tukovsky. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm so I am so happy for you, and you deserve all good things. Thank and you. Thank and you for being here and making time for us. It's oh my god, cool. it's my pleasure. I enjoy sitting with you all the time. So much fun uh, because I'm delighted about being your friend. There you go. See what did I tell you. Book ended. Mm-hmm. Book ended. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. 
With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud speaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, yeah. find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the Jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. Yeah. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not oh. with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm-hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Sona, yeah. I believe you have the mic. <laughs> okay. I already talked to you about this because I made you pay me back in some way. Mm-hmm. But I made a hair appointment four months ago mm-hmm. that was just barely going to be getting me in time today for our recording session. Right. And then I find out you want to record earlier. So I have to cancel my appointment and then I pay the full price for the appointment. And then say how much that is. I'm not going to do that. I will. No. $300. No. Don't do it. I don't want people thinking I'm bougie. Hold it. It was at Supercuts. It was $45. Um, Supercuts? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if Supercuts is still around. but So it's... it wasn't Supercuts. Hold on a second. No. I'm going to try and um, I'm going to dish out some reality here. But <laughs> Come on. You keep going. Well, what I'm saying, so I got, I got not upset, but I was frustrated. So then we went and ate just now and I, I'm not even that hungry, but I ordered a sandwich and I ordered almost every pastry they have because I knew Conan was paying. Yeah. You loaded up. Yeah. I think and you I also, got a banana. Yeah. And you ordered a Porsche Boxster. 
while you're at the counter. It's so much more it's than being the delivered in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the chain. I was up really early this morning dealing with some uh, stuff, uh, and very early. And then I realized we're not starting till one in the afternoon. I can go earlier, and I. This is how I thought. I thought I can go earlier if it's okay with the gang and if it works for them. Meaning sometimes, because you guys have little kids, I think maybe you're going to, if you can get in and out faster, it's better for you. So here's what I write. This is my text to Adam Sachs. But uh, by the way, I'm happy to go earlier today at noon if that helps anyone, period. Or not, comma, whatever Oh, that does works. change things that a bit. That does. Then I hear from Adam. Is that your preference? I'll send an email if so. Why did you, I... you make Adam's voice like that? <laughs> because he's just like, you can tell he's craving. It's not a direct <laughs> imitation, but it does capture Now the listen essence. to this. And then I said, feels like it might be good to get going, but I'm only putting this out there if it works well for Matt and Sona. Okay, that's... And I, look at this. That's One... Is also fine. That is my text. And then um, then it says everyone is good to go at noon. Now, this is a phenomenon that I'm familiar with where I say, you know, it might be nice if, if people want some tea, I could have tea brought in. Is that what you want, Conan? <laughs> my point is there's this game of telephone that happens and I have a really good uh, example of it, which is when I first got the late night job. You know me, I am a uh, pathologically chatty person who likes to get to know people, say hi. Uh, and I noticed that none of the interns would look at me. And I thought, oh, they must really hate my comedy. They must really despise me. And then I found out after like two years that it was a holdover from the previous late night regime. You're not supposed to look at the host. Oh, right. And it was this game of telephone, like, don't you look at Conan. Uh, and so um, I think that based on my texts, these charges are outrageous. Go ahead. I have a rebuttal. The yes. distinguished gentlewoman from Altadena. Yes, Matt could make it. And what I was thinking, I was like, I know that if I tell everyone we have to start at one because I have a hair appointment, I will not hear the end of it from you. No, no, you That's misunderstand. No, you, no, no, no. Conan? No, first of all, first of all. Conan? Today, Sesame Street brought to you by the number two. Conan, you would. No, no, no. First of all, I have an interest in you getting your hair worked on. Wow. Worked on? Well, I'm just saying it is, <laughs> it's a mess sometimes. I didn't have any product in today because I thought I was getting my hair done. Well, I'm saying sometimes you come in and I feel like if I shook you, office supplies would fall out. Oh, and, no. But I mean, she- You're not it's, helping your case. Well, what I'm saying oh, I is, need more pastries. Listen. Shake your hair. I would have been. <laughs> you, you asshole. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm on your side. I'm yeah. on your side. If she sneezes, three crullers are going to fall out. Sona. Sona. I, I would have said, fine, please get the hair taken care of. Get that shit taken care of. That's what I would have said. You know what I mean? No, you wouldn't have. Yes. You would have been like, oh, she needs to get her hair done. Okay. It's okay. No, no. And then Here's you would have the made me hear Here's about the it for like two months. Here's the analogy, Sona. What That's if you? heard, like Sona said, uh, you know what? It would be good for me if I could go at noon. And I said, I can do that. I'll just cancel my appointment with my psychopharmacologist. And I, that's okay. Cause he was going to up my Prozac. You'd say, no, go get the Prozac. Yeah. Well, I'm saying you got to get that hair taken care of. <laughs> Could it be that all this rivalry and all our contention on this podcast is actually the fault of these middlemen that are, yes. are handling these communications? No. Oh, oh, definitely. It's his fault. No, no, no. It's because no. I knew the 
the bitch why didn't you come. say, and this no, is no. not your fault, I'm not victim blaming here, but why didn't you just say, I can't do it? Yeah. Because I don't want him to make fun of I me, see, Matt. But no, but I look, understand. But listen, look at your smile. I know. You did. I know. I'm I smiling because you think this stopped me making fun of you. <laughs> I just, I just switched to the other position. And we started this segment to grill him, and yeah. now it's turned yeah. to where he's no, making no, fun I, of you. I, I, all I did was switch to the. I wish you had gone to the hair appointment because you've got to get that hair straightened out and fixed. That's all I. You know what I mean? Come That's, on. So you can't. For you to say, I did all this, I gave up this. And, and what do you mean you made this appointment months ago? It's true. Are you meeting with the Dalai Lama? Who's cutting your well, hair? Basically, this has been an ongoing saga. She's been trying to get in with this, this person well, forever. Well, I didn't know. Right? So I, I, I got in with another person who I actually really liked. I got my hair cut from her, by her. And then she made an appointment for me four months from that date. Wait, and four I months? could only get it four months later because she was doing it. Otherwise, I would have to wait a while And you already longer. changed it once for this day, right? Can I? Didn't no, you... I didn't. I just talked to her about can finishing I make a suggestion? it earlier. Guys, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Sona, as you know, I went to Armenia with you. It's kind of a famous episode. And I am. Where's this going? Listen, I am. <laughs> I am a bit of an icon in the Armenian community. Oh I'm not God. bragging. I'm uh. just saying. I am an icon, oh, and yeah. that's not bragging. Wait a minute, I'm looking that up, what I just said. Oh, yes, that's a total insane no, it's, delusional uh, brag. No, it's kind of true, but anyway, too, because I have they some, love you. I have some street cred with the Armenian community, okay? So I say, we call this woman, we talk to her on mic, and I say, we need to make uh, an appointment. What? Why do you think she's Armenian? <laughs> oh, my God. You think I just go to all Armenian people for things? Yes. Sona? I mean, I Sona, do. Sona, is she Armenian? Yes! <laughs> yes! She's not! Yes! She's not! I said that as a joke. Okay. Oh, She's not. not! She's not! Don't She's shout. not Armenian. Again, you're, and this has nothing to do- I'm sweating, can and I'm wearing we, a scarf. Can we do a two-parter, and we'll call her on the next segment? Yeah, okay, which community is she from? Because maybe I have street cred in that community. No, you definitely. She's half black. You're definitely not. You're. Oh, are you kidding? You think so? I am loved in the black community. I don't know. I just said that. It's not true. But yeah. um, <laughs> I go around saying that at the top of my lungs all the time. Yeah. When I walk, <laughs> when I walk down the street, sometimes I just shout, "I am loved in the black community." <laughs> It's a form of Tourette's I have. <laughs> Which is exactly why you're probably Oh, we should not. get EB on mic and find out yes. if I'm loved in the black community. I mean, community. we really should. I, she won't do it. It will oh, yeah, have to she block out her camera, but she'll do it. Maybe we don't say black out her camera. <laughs> that's racist. But listen, we'll that's, it, it's not your fault. Up. It's the way you were brought up. Um, well, you thought that she was Armenian just because I'm Armenian. And you think Every, I go to all Armenian things? Do you go to mostly Armenian people to deal with things in your life? That's Do you or like, do you not? Where do you get yes. your Chinese food? <laughs> From Arman Dalabazian. <laughs> Makes the best wonton in town. He does make good wonton. I think we need to get this person on the phone. We'll do another segment. But yeah. we do have to cover the greater issue of, of the fact that the schedule changes so much around here that you don't even see how much we're juggling things to try to make this Okay, work. well, yeah. see, this is the problem. I am never going to change anything again. Do you guys prefer, and I'm, this is, uh, you know, this is me. This is I'm good. We're talking about this. We're talking about yeah. this stuff directly. If we're scheduled to go at one, would you prefer noon if noon's possible? Or would you rather it just... I, I figured you would. I like 11 even, because then there's less traffic going home. What about you, Sana? Um, you look, I'm going to be completely honest. This is the one day I actually had something that conflicted. Oh, my God. So That's right. I, I forgot you d You have nothing to do. <laughs> you haven't even... You're, you can't even get your hands on your children because you have 30 family members. 
When was the last time you physically saw your children? Was it April? I think April was the last time you saw no, them. No, what I'm saying is I am very flexible. Well, what do you prefer? Um, We've talked about this. I know. I actually prefer earlier, too. I think we changed. We did it earlier, and then we changed it later, so there was time to eat. But you also, you don't eat. I don't eat a lot. No, I'm trying to stay... Uh... You know, lean for the camera. But then you're going into a one o'clock session with no lunch and you got no steam. If we went at and 11, still... you're still riding high on breakfast, yeah, buddy. But, but listen to me with no food. That's what I mean. At one. Oh. And look how good that is. Oh, I mean, you're boy. afraid it's going to be too good? I'm afraid there's a level of good that people can handle. <laughs> oh and do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. 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 Oh, what did you write? He rap. just wrote rap because okay, I just said. Um, we were talking about how no, good you are. Rap. Me, That's the rap me uh, with rap. low blood sugar, dark side of the moon. You know, and then you want to make that album ten times better. I don't think people can handle it, man. I don't think people can handle it. <laughs> be too All right, bad. Uh, I think we learned nothing in this segment, other than there is a major communications problem yeah. because I did read you the actual texts. I was trying to be considerate, and then it I turns know. into the monster. Demands we all scramble in there at noon, and you are, which was not the which was not the message. You yeah. are really nice, and also our schedule is not. What super was that? I'm really what? Uh, I'm not going to say. It I'll again. edit it out. Don't okay, worry good. About thank it. you. Uh, um, I but hate I, it what, here. I'm, what I'm going to say is, it you, you. It is a very flexible schedule. There's very little justification I have to not be available. Yeah, and you got to let's get the hair. Oh, come on. I am actually being nice. I know. I'm, And I'm being nice, too, as a friend. I mean. You can't walk around. That thing's going in a million different directions at you once. Do you want to okay. say anything so. about the fact that I was so scared about the bits that would come, knowing that if they I. They came anyway. I know, man. Yeah. It's I'm like, not safe. Let's... Now you're, 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 you've been hit with bits. You've been bit hit. And yep. you're out $300. <laughs> I know. All right. Yeah. To think, be continued. Yeah. Gorley will make up the 300 it's, That's on him. No. All right. Peace out. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsession, and Matt Gorley. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering and mixing by Eduardo Perez and Brendan Burns. Additional production support by Mars Melnick. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 669-587-2847 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.